What's up, guys? Nick O'Dwyer back with you for another episode of the 10th inning. Last episode, I gave you my ACC predictions. This episode, I will be giving you my SEC predictions for the 2019-20 football season in the NCAA. Now, this is mainly because tonight is opening night. We have Miami Hurricanes going into Orlando, facing the Florida Gators, SEC versus ACC, in-state rival, start off college football. Let's get it going. Now, last video, I did my ACC predictions. I had Clemson winning the Atlantic Division and Miami winning the Coastal Division. Now, in this video, we will have the SEC East and West predictions for this football season. First, let's start with the East. I have Georgia winning the East. And now, I yeah, it'll be close between Georgia and Florida in the East, but I had to give the advantage to Georgia. Now, Georgia has five starters that are gone from the offense, but still has one of the best O-lines in the entire nation. Four starters return to that line, including 6'5", 320-pound Andrew Thomas, who's a top three lineman in the game today. Isaiah Wilson, a six foot seven, 345 guard, who's a great run blocker, and running is the name of their game. They were the 16th ranked run offense last season, compared to 73rd-ranked pass offense, but running was where they made their name. DeAndre Swift should be in the Heisman conversation this season. He leads the backfield, and then their quarterback, Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm is an NFL-ready quarterback who hasn't really showed it yet in college, but he is an NFL-ready quarterback. But in the passing game, he loses his top three receivers. Jeremiah Holloman, the potential number one receiver, Charlie Warner, and George Pinkins. Now, yeah, Fromm should still really be good, but where George, where the Bulldogs are going to make their name this season is like last season, their run game. If DeAndre Swift and that offensive line can do what they need to do, they'll have no problem winning games. And their defense, you already know their defense is good. They had the 15th-ranked pass defense last season, 28th-ranked 28th run defense last year, only allowed 18.2 points per game last season. Good for 16th in the nation. Now, on the defensive end, they don't really have the big names like some of the other SEC teams, but they're one of the most consistent on the defensive end. You already heard what they did last season. I think they're going to do the same exact things on this season. Now, DeAndre Baker, who won the Jim Thorpe Award for the best cornerback in the nation, is gone, so their secondary will take a little bit of a hit, but their front seven is still fantastic. They're going to be the best defense in the SEC East. I have them winning the division, going number one. Now, going to number two, Florida. The Gators have the best team they've had since Tim Tebow left them. Now, Tim Tebow hasn't been there for a while now, so Florida's kind of been rebuilding this whole time since Tim Tebow left, but this year, they are a good team. If they win the SEC East, will it surprise me? No, not at all. I know they're a really good team. I just think the Bulldogs are a little better. But Florida, the last, year, last year's offense was the strongest since Tim Tebow left. They ranked 83rd in pass offense, eh, but 23rd, 27th in run offense, scoring 35 points a game, good for 22nd in the nation. And their defense, nothing to, nothing to laugh at, 9th ranked pass defense and 69th ranked run defense in the nation, allowing 20.4 points per game, good for 21st in the nation. Now, 
the O-line will be the biggest question mark for the Gators this season. They lost three starters off that offensive line. Will they be able to do what they did last season, help that run offense, make 27th in the nation? I don't know. Losing losing offensive line and defensive lines are always the biggest question marks to me because those are what make a break a team, in my opinion. You should have the best quarterback in the world. You should have the greatest receivers in the world, best running back in the world. But if your offensive line can't block for you, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. And then vice versa. You should have mediocre quarterbacks, mediocre everything else. And if your offensive line is great, you will be a good team. I think it's a big question mark this season for Florida, whether their offensive line will be able to do it. But they do have Nick Buchanan back at center, who's a veteran. Their running back will be Jordan Scarlett. Jordan Scarlett is very quick, up-and-coming sophomore who has a lot of potential to be the best running back in the SEC this season. Now, Malik Davis and Felipe Frank have to be consistent, but they have their top six receivers back. Having top, having six receivers back who were your top six in receiving yards and catches last season is a huge advantage to have as a quarterback, especially for a second-year quarterback coming in because it lets you know, okay, I know my guys are consistent out there. I know they can help me out. I just have to get it to them. Let's do it. So their offensive line will be the biggest question on offense, but defensively, their cornerbacks should be great with C.J. Henderson, Trey Dean, Javon Taylor at center, and Brad Stewart, Sean Davis, Jabari. And then their defensive line with Jabari Zuniga, Jonathan Bernard, and Adam Schufter, they should control that defensive line this season. Their linebackers will be the biggest question mark on the defense. But I think the Gators will have a great team this season. I think their run defense will be a little better. Their pass defense should be around top 10 in the nation once again. But the biggest question mark to me, I don't know if it's good enough to top Georgia. And especially since they are since they have a neutral site game this season, you don't give an advantage to ev- any team. I think Georgia has a slightly better team, so I give them the better chance to come away with the division this season. But those two teams are going to be fighting for the top two. Now, in tie for third place, I have Missouri and South Carolina. Missouri, Kelly Bryant, the Clemson transfer, will be starting for them this season. Now, obviously he's a transfer because of Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback in college football right now, or arguably one of the best quarterbacks in college football. But, Kelly Bryant isn't the only one they have this season. They have star tight end Albert Akud. I can never say this last name. But then Jonathan Johnson will be back. Larry Roundtree at running back had 1,012, had 1,216 yards and 11 touchdowns last season. And then three starters are back on the offensive line for an offense that had the 22nd-ranked pass offense and the 33rd-ranked run offense. The pass offense will only get better this season under Kelly Bryant. Now, the defense, the defense will be the biggest thing for them. Great run defense last season. 22nd-ranked run defense. Pass defense, though. They were ranked 104th in the nation. That is not going to cut it if you want to be taken seriously in the SEC. SEC teams are always known as having great defenses. And yes, you either have a great run defense or a great pass defense. Now, the SEC's 
they've never really known been known to have the strongest quarterbacks in the game. But even with that, you need to have a good pass defense. Maybe not a great pass defense, but you need to have a good pass defense to go along with that great run defense that you have. And I don't know if Missouri has that this season. Yeah, they have six starters back on defense. The line needs to get to the quarterback more than what they were doing. The thing with pass defenses, you need to rely on your defensive line and your secondary the most. If your defensive line can get to the quarterback quickly, then that forces the quarterback to get rid of the ball, giving your secondary a chance. And then vice versa. If you know your defensive line isn't that great, you have to cover your men very well in the secondary so the quarterback can't get rid of it so your defensive line can get there. Those two work together. They are not mutually exclusive exclusive. They have to work together in order for the pass defense to be great. And I don't know if the Tigers have that. Missouri will be good this season in the run defense, but passing wise, I do not trust them. So I have them tied for third this season. Now, South Carolina also tied for third. You got Jake Bentley as QB. You have you got Jake Bentley as your quarterback. Brian Edwards will be your number one receiver. Then you got She Smith and Otre Smith also at wide receiver. Rico Dowdle is a veteran running back for them with Mon Denson and A.J. Turner. Now, they had to rebuild their whole line basically this season, losing four starters. Again, I don't know how that's going to go for them. Line is the biggest thing for me, but they should be good. They should be consistent. Passing-wise, they were great last season. 26th-ranked pass offense, but their run offense was not good, and with a new offensive line, it could go either way for me. So I'm not 100% giving them anything yet, especially since they don't have a star running back. They have a good veteran running back in Rico Dowdley, but I don't know if he's a star running back. So South Carolina tied for third with Missouri. You know, my fifth place team, a team that was just dismal last season they were not good in the sec yeah their overall record didn't show they were terrible but overall man they just were not good tennessee the Vols last season now obviously the biggest player in tennessee history peyton manning you can't say that they're gonna have a peyton manning at quarterback but jared jared garantino is the quarterback for them he has a huge upside and they got everyone on the offensive end back. All 11 starters are back. Very young offense last season from the Bulls. They sh- they have everyone back. Should be a much better offense last season for an offense that was 97th ranked in pass offense and 113th ranked in run offense. Since everyone's back, it should be much better. The They had the SEC worst run offense with Ty Chandler as their starting running back, only 630 yards and four touchdowns. Everyone should be better this season. All five offensive linemen return. They know the system. I think their offense is going to be something to watch out for this season. Will it be better to, will it be anything to put them above number five in the SEC? I don't think so, but their offense will be better this season. And their defense, they have a good, not great defense both ways. They had a, they had the 59th ranked pass defense last season and the 52nd ranked run defense last season, allowing 27.9 points per game, good for 75th in the nation. Now, your D-line, you got you got Aubrey Solomon starting off, man in your D-line. 
Got Daniel Beatty, Shannon Reed, Daryl Taylor, and DeAndre Johnson. That that brings some good depth on a defensive line that badly needs it because they need to do something. Yeah, they weren't bad last season, but in the SEC, you can't just be not bad. You have to be great. You have to have a great defense, and they have depth there. The linebacker position has great depth. I like it, and their defensive backs are good. They just have to cause more turnovers. They were one of the last teams in in causing turnovers last season in the SEC. Their defense will be good. It has the potential to be great, but I don't see it being great this season. I think next season is the season you all have to watch out for the Tennessee Vols football team. Not this season, though. Next, we got Kentucky. Kentucky's coming off a 10-3 and season. Great for the Wildcats. They have good returning backs, but they have no true workhorse as Asim Rose takes over. Now, Rose was a good running back for them last year. Wasn't wasn't the main person last season, but he's also not a true workhorse. Like, he's not someone you can give the ball to two, three times each series or each set of downs and then hope to go. No, he's going to have to split time, and I think I think he'll be fine. Terry Wilson at quarterback has to be more consistent for the Wildcats. Now, their top four, three of their top four receivers are gone, which makes Terry Wilson's job a lot harder. But if Terry Wilson wants to go to the NFL, he's got to show why he's going there. I think he has the talent to go. He just has to show why. So, Kentucky's offense will be a little weird. Yeah, their run game will be good. Will it be 38th ranked in the nation like it was last season? No. Will their pass offense be ranked 117th in the nation like it was last season? Very possibly. Very possible. Because they really haven't done anything to recoup what they lost on the passing end offensively. Then you got three starters on the offensive line that are gone. But it should be good. They had a lot of depth at that position last season. So it should fill in, but I'm never 100% certain on offensive lines. Even you could be one of the best lines last season, but not be great this season. So it should be good, but that's as far as I can say. It should be good. Then on defense, you have seven starters are gone. Josh Allen is gone. Your biggest defensive playmaker is gone at the linebacker position. So Boogie Watson, Alex King, and Jordan Wright have to show up to try to fill in the gap. Now, the defense is... Defense has a big rebuild after losing all four members of the secondary last season. That's why I don't rank them as highly. I think 10-3 and three was great for the Wildcats last season, but I don't see them doing that this season. They're ranking sixth in my SEC East predictions right now. And then last but not least, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt 6-7 and seven last season. Decent offense, 55th ranked pass offense to 66th ranked run offense. Again, not decent, but not terrible. Below average defense, 71st ranked pass defense to 89th ranked run defense. They actually they scored 28.5 points per game, good for 70th, and allowed 25.1 points per game, good for 49th in the nation. But Riley Neal, first time as a starter quarterback, he he won't have to do everything himself with with Vanderbilt's new offensive style. If the Commodores do what they should do. Kayshawn Vaughn should be carrying a bolt of the load at the running back position. Now, 
even with Keyshawn Vaughn, a potential superstar in the making, leading the way, their offensive line lost three starters from last season, which I think will greatly hurt the Commodores after not having a great depth at that position. But their defense should be really good, along with their wide receivers. Jared Pinckney, Kalijah Lipstrom, C.J. Bowler provide all potential number ones at that wide receiver position. But their defense, they allowed a lot of big plays last season. wasn't horrible, as you saw, as you heard, in the points per game allowed. But they allowed a lot of big plays. That's why they weren't up there in the rankings of yards per game. But their linebackers will be good. The D-line needs a lot of help. D-line lost the most starters that they need. They lost six overall starters. Three of them came from the defensive line. They need to shake up that defensive line, put some pressure on the offense, both run-wise and pass-wise, for them to do something. So there's my SEC East predictions. I have Georgia slightly going over Florida, mainly because of that neutral side game. If it was in Florida, I might have to give it to Florida. But since it's a neutral site, I think Georgia is slightly better on the on the offensive end, so I'm giving it to Georgia. Now, going to the SEC West, we have one of the best teams you're going to see in college football this season, Alabama. Alabama is number one in the SEC West. This shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I think I think it's pretty obvious they're going to be number one. Tua Tug to a is a Heisman candidate. And now, not saying that he'll play at all, but they have they have his younger brother, Talia, Talvia, to eh, Talvia, Tidal Viloa at the backup. Now, if Tua goes down, any one of the backups can come in. They can have Matt Jones or Tal Talia come back in and help that wide receiver help that quarterback position. But for Alabama, this is a little weird. Alabama's always been known as having a pass defense. Pass defense, run defense, the best defense in the nation. But offensively, they were no slouch last season, ranking sixth offensively in the pass game, 42nd in the run game, and scoring 45.6 points per game, good for third in the nation. Alabama has potentially the greatest wide receiver core in their history and throughout college football this season. Their wide receivers should just be straight out amazing. They have Jerry Judy with 68 receptions and 14 touchdowns last season. Jalen Waddell, who was number two in yards on that team. And that's just their top two. All four of their top four receivers are potential number ones. But with Jerry Judy and Jalen Waddell, they should have one of the best wide receiver groups in the nation this season. Now, they lost two good running backs, but Najee Harris and Brian Robinson could even be better than the two running backs they lost that season. And now that's a little crazy to say, but they only ranked 42nd in run offense last season. And you know it's Alabama. You know they have a great offensive line. So Najee Harris will be a workhorse this season. He is a workhorse. But can they rank better than 42nd? I think they can. I think Najee Harris will perfectly mix that run game to the pass game, and Alabama's offense will be the scariest in the nation this season. Now, the O-line, obviously, still great. You have Alex Leatherwood, Jedrick Willis, and Chris Owens returning. All three potential all-SEC players for offensive line. Now, they have a great deep, but it's weird. 
not by Alabama standards. They ranked 13th in pass defense, 19th in run defense, and only allowed 14.8 points per game. What do you mean? That's 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 awesome. Yeah, but by Nick Saban and Alabama standards, that's not good enough. Everyone everyone saw it get exposed by Trevor Lawrence in the championship game last season when Clemson defeated Alabama. I think you need to see them limit big plays is their biggest thing. Yeah, they're good overall, but every once in a while, a big play comes and they don't know how to stop it. They need to limit big plays in their secondary. And that, sh- that should be taken away by Xavier McKinney, Jared Maiden, Jordan Battle, and Shaheem Carter. Their, their secondary will be a lot better this season. I think Alabama will be the number one team in the SEC West this season, going up against Georgia in the SEC Championship. But before that, we got LSU at number two in the SEC West. Joe Burrow has finally has some experience under his belt. Young quarterback last season, getting something under his belt, which he needs. Clyde Edwards-Hilary is their running back this season. Should be a good match with Joe Burrow at the quarterback position. Should be a good balance between pass and run this season. And then John Emery should step in quickly at running back. Emery is a quick, fast running back, whereas Edwards-Hilary, more of a more of a slow power guy. So those two could be a great mix at the running back position. Then you got your six top receivers back. You got Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Terrence Marshall, Terrace Marshall, all, all back, all young guys last season coming in, looking to break out. Their offense is going to be much better than last season where they had the 67th ranked pass offense and 59th ranked run offense, good for 32.4 points per game. Now, they lost Devin White and Greedy Williams, linebacker and cornerback. Those are going to be big things that they're going to need to take care of this season, but their defense should still be good. Jacob Phillips is now their number one linebacker, and the health of Kevon Chasen on the edge will be their biggest concern. If, if he is healthy and good to go, their defense will have the pass rush that they need to do allowing their corners and secondary to have time. So LSU, good team, very good team. I think they could be the number two. I think they can be the number two team above Auburn, but I don't think they're going to be better than Georgia. So going to my third team, Auburn. Their offensive line should be strong, even stronger than it was last season. Five senior starters, Jatarvius Whitlow, Cam Martin. They're both good in the backfield. And then Joey Gatewood or... Bo Nix at quarterback. Both fighting for quarterbacks. This is one of the SEC teams you'll see where you don't have a clear quarterback choice yet. They're both still fighting for, but either way, it should be a major upgrade from what it was last season, where they had the 75th ranked pass offense, the 68th ranked run offense, scored 30.9 points per game, good for 48th in the nation. Their defense last season, good, but again, not really SEC good. They were 58th ranked on the pass defense, 39th on the run defense, and allowed 19.6 points per game. But you got four of your five-man secondary players back. You got Derek Brown back, Nick Lobe, Nick Kobach, Marlon Davidson, Cat Bryan on the defensive line. And then their linebackers. Their linebackers are going to be the weakest part of their game, but they only start two linebackers. So their defense should be very good this season. Auburn could even make a spot for the second, for the second spot in the SEC West. But... 
I think especially if Bo Nix starts at quarterback, the freshman recruit, I think he needs to give him a little time under his belt before he becomes what he can become. So Auburn will finish third this season. Next, we got Texas A&M in fourth place. You got Kellen, Kellen Mond <coughs> at quarterback this season. He has to stay healthy. Health is the biggest issue in his career so far. But the wide receivers are very big with Courtney Davis. Courtney Davis is back. And then you got Cameron Buckley back. Deshaun Cordes takes over at running back. Their, their skill positions look very dangerous for the Aggies this season. Now, their O-line is good on the ground, but they need to get better in the passing game. They were 44th ranked in the pass offense last season, 21st in run offense. And then on the defensive end, one of the best run defense in in the NCAA, but their pass defense was abysmal. 109th ranked in pass defense and the second ranked run defense. Good for 26.3 points per game, which was 58th in the nation. Allowing. So, their pass defense needs to be better. Their secondary will be better with with Renfro, Charles Diver, Leon O'Neal, and their home against Auburn, which I think will help a little, but I don't know if they're a better team than Auburn yet. The home game against Auburn is what will decide the three or four seed for me. These two could flip-flop. I know these two could easily flip-flop, but I still have the Aggies ranked fourth this season. Now, Tied for fifth place, I have Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Mississippi State coming off a good season last year, where they were the hunt, where their defense was amazing. First ranked points per game defense, allowing twelve points per game, with the sixth ranked pass defense and the twelfth ranked run defense. Now on offense, they had the hundred twelfth ranked pass offense with the twentieth ranked run offense. Eh, that's not good. But they start, they fight for a starting quarterback with with key. Keaton Thomas, and Tommy Stevens. They're not really deep at running back with Kylan Hill and Nick Gibson, but they have a strong offensive line. That offensive line should help Mississippi State win some games this season. I don't know if their pass game will be better. They need to be better, but that offensive line will help them with it. Then they got three starters back at wide receiver, and more should be involved. They're, they have a great – they won the best defensive last season – and they got people back, including tackle Nathan Pickering, Lee Autry, Kobe Jones, Fletcher Adams on that defensive front. <coughs> then they got Errol Thompson, Leo Lewis, Willie Gay, all good at linebacker. But those three are good starters, but the position kind of lacks depth. Then at safety, you've got Jonathan Abram is gone, but Brian Cole has to step up in Abram's position. Jonathan Abram was a, one of the best pass defenders last season in that secondary. You need Brian Cole to step up if Mississippi State wants the same kind of defense they had last season. They had a good defense last season, but not a great – sorry. They had a great defense last season, but if things don't change for this season, they might only have a good defense. So, they're tied for fifth in the division with Ole Miss. Ole Miss, they have Elijah Moore and Baylor – and Braylon Sanders at wide receiver after losing a great group, including Enkeel Harris. Not Enkeel Harris, but they had a great group at wide receiver last season. They need to do better this season. They need to show that they have a very similar group in the wide receiver game. 
They need to do something. Then, like, I mean, offensively, they had the fifth-ranked pass offense last season and a 72nd-ranked run offense. Not bad whatsoever. But in order for your pass offense to still be there, you need to get it to your wide receivers. Now, they have a new starting quarterback. Matt Carroll will take over as quarterback, and Scotty Phillips will be taking over at running back. Scotty Phillips should be a breakout player this season. That run offense that only ranked 72nd last season should rank closer to the 40s or 30s this season. They should have a much better offensive offensive team in both ways, not just pass, but run and pass. Then defensively, they were terrible last season. But this season, they have Benito Jones and Joshua Courtney at defensive tackle. They both have size. Mohamed Sanago's back at linebacker. And their secondary has a lot of experience to help that miserable defense from last season. 108th ranked pass offense, 115th ranked run defense, sorry, 8th ranked pass defense, 115th ranked run defense, and allowed 36.2 points per game, good for 114th ranked in the nation. Their offense last season was a lot better, but if you have a defense like last season, your offense can only do so much. Your defense has to be at least decent for your team to do something. I see it being better, but not that great. So they're tied for fifth with Mississippi State. Then to round out the SEC, finally finish it, we have Arkansas at number seven. Just bad both ways last season. 98th ranked pass offense, 99th ranked run offense, 88th ranked pass defense, 71st ranked run defense. Scored 21.7 points per game, good for 114th in the nation, and allowed... 34.8 34.8 points per game, good for 109th in the nation. Now, Ben Hicks and Nick Starkel battle for that QB position. We don't know who the quarterback is yet, but they have a young wide receiver core in Michael Woods, Trey Burks, Trey Knox, TQ Jackson, and Shantai Nash, who could be great wide receivers for whoever they put at quarterback. Their offense could be great, but they need to make a decision at quarterback. Because if they don't quite have that, if they're wishy-washy with who they want at quarterback, we don't know how those wide receivers are going to develop. If they get them with one, I think they could be really good. Now, their running backs can be very good if healthy, but the offense offensive line struggled mightily last season, which is a big re- reason that both the pass and run offense never got going. But if they want their run offense and pass offense to succeed this season, their offensive line needs to get better from what they were last season. Now, their defense, they have a good defense. McTelvin Ajim at defensive end, TJ Smith at defensive tackle, man, their defensive line are the big names on their defensive line, and their defensive line should be a strong spot for their team this season. Now, Dijon Harris will be their middle linebacker. Hayden Henry will be their outside linebacker, but that position lacks depth for him. They're not getting the recruits that they need or the transfers that they need, but they should have good play, good starters at the position. And then finally, you got Cameron Curl at safety, but, at, but the thing is, it's a young group. He's one of their only veterans on the team this season. The young guys will need to step up for the Razorbacks to do anything this season. I don't think they will. I think they're going to finish 7th in the SEC West, last in the SEC West. So, for the SEC, I have Georgia going up against Alabama in the SEC Championship. I could very much realistically see both of these teams make it to the college football playoffs. But, for this video right here, I got to choose one. I'm going with the Crimson Tide going with Alabama, going with Tua. I think he will win the Heisman this season, and he needs to show why. 
Their defense will be great. Offense will be one of the best we've ever seen. For Nick Dwyer, this is the 10th inning. If you enjoy listening, just click, share, and subscribe this video. Till next time, see ya.